Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. to another FDP special. Well, it's just FDP, isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say, is it special? Did I not know about this? The special guest. special, mate. Will Salisbury, the second screen. Woohoo! <laughs> it's, it's always special when me and you are at it, mate. Yeah, especially when we're podcasting as well. Yeah, boy. How are you, my man? I'm good, thank you. I think I'm better than what you're doing, though. You seem very stressed. You almost look a bit jarred today, a bit jarred. Me? No, I'm all good, mate. I am all good. I'm living the dream, really. Uh, it's been one of those days, you know, when you get yourself like all organised and you're like there, you're like, yes, ready to go, ready to podcast with my boy. And then you uh, uh, get on the call and then the internet stops working. Yes. And then... Uh, the uh, Teams just stops working, just gives you an error code and goes, do you want to close this error code? So you close this error code and then it re-emerges as, a, as the error code again. And you're like, OK, so you Google it because it says copy to clipboard and then Google the error code. Great. Did that. Don't know what you're talking about. What is this error code, mate? Uh, so I restart the computer, restart my phone and uh, we're here. So half an hour of prep. For approximately zero reasons. Yeah, well, I mean, you say half hour, it's also another 18 minutes of prep on top of your, your additional half an hour. But it's all right, we're, we're there. We're here. We're here. We got there. Anyway, more to the point, Ben. Has anything interesting happened over your weekend? Uh, not over the weekend, apart from I've lost a bit of wisdom. So just just before we go on to that, 
I specifically said to you, you have to do something interesting this weekend. So that was your task. Yes. Shoot. Before you go on to the wisdom, shoot. What in, what thing interesting did you do over the weekend? Uh, well, actually, I don't know whether it's interesting or not. Um, it's probably more fascinating than anything else. So, and you—you you found probably, your willy. You, <laughs> I found yours weirdly enough. <laughs> uh, no, I. So you know what what me and Laura are like the general. Yeah, we we, we get on very well, but we like to like to have a bit of a an argument from time to time, a bit of a shout. Wait, I'm not going to lie, right? Most of the time when you come on this podcast, you talk about how you've had an argument. <laughs> so no. you by saying, you know how we get on really well, I reckon the listeners will go, do they? Really? Yeah. <laughs> do you know what? Ironically, my boss was saying this last week. She's like, everything you say about you and Laura, it's like you're always arguing. I was like, yeah, but we love each other though, so it's fine. So it's all out okay. of love. Um, we okay. managed to go to Ashford Outlet on Saturday right. night. So we left here oh. about half past four, quarter past four. Um, and we managed to get lots of Christmas shopping done and have dinner without an argument whatsoever. Literally, was in a shop, bang, out, bang, in, bang, out, sorted. We were so efficient and organised. We had no idea what we were going to get. We just looked into shops and was like, yep, that person will like that, I think that person will like that, that person will deny it. No, I don't think so. She's like, no, I didn't think so either. Right, next one. Mate, honestly, it was the most efficient we've ever been as a couple. Wow. So it's not interesting or anything or anything funny, but it's it's quite amazing. It's quite fascinating that we've managed to do it. Well done. Well done. So very happy. And then on Sunday, I had uh, some wisdom taken away from me, albeit quite violently. Um, and then Laura looked after me all day. Right. Have you ever had a wisdom tooth taken out? I've had a tooth taken out, but I haven't had a wisdom tooth taken out. Okay, how old was you when that was taken out? And did they knock you out for it? No, no. They asked me if I wanted any medication. I went, nah, fuck that, mate. Just take it straight out. Firm it, mate. Firm it. Um, Honestly, I thought this geezer was going to put his foot in my throat or something to try and get a bit more leverage on it. Oh. (laughs) So I went in there. I thought I was only losing one. So they, they took two. So it's top left and top oh, right. Oh, they took two. Yeah, he took two, so that was fun. Top Jesus. left and top right, wisdom tooth. Just bang, take him out. So he numbed it all, which is fine. And he was like prodding it and stuff. So like, Can you feel it? Honestly, I had no idea. Couldn't feel a fucking thing. But then hey, he got Laura this fight. Like... <laughs> oh, yeah, well done. Original. Uh, <laughs> fucking petulant child. Jesus. But honestly, so they grabbed this like clip thing and obviously go, goes all the way around it. And he's fucking probably yanking away like that. And he's like wobbling it around. And I could hear my tooth cracking as he was grabbing it. I was like, oh, oh, I don't like this. My mouth was up here at one point where he's fucking leveraging it back. My teeth were like this long. Nearly as long as your yeah. willy. Literally nearly as long as that. It wasn't wow. obviously as wide as yours, obviously. But it was, you know, that long. Honestly, it's fucking horrible. And I was like, oh. And he went, cool, yeah, that was, that was a big tooth, that one. And the nurse was like, oh, yeah, that was a long tooth. Bet that hurt. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, it doesn't hurt at the moment, but it will do later on, I'm sure. I was like, hopefully the next yeah. one's each. And the boat was like, sorry to say, but normally they're both, they're normally about the same sort of size. I was like, oh, fucking great. Get over and done with. The left one, he literally just went, and it just come out. Honestly, it fucking kills today. 
I've barely been able to no. eat anything, which is not bad. So I could probably fit into my suit a little bit more for Friday or something. But are you wearing a suit? Well, no, a jacket, not suit, but jacket. Are you wearing a jacket? Yeah. What, is there like a? Oh, I was it's just going to wear like a... I was just going to wear jeans. I'd probably just go as I am now. Yeah, that'd be Hoodie, right. You know. Mm. Is that right? Fine by me, mate. Well, I don't want to upset the Jen. You know what she's like. She gets exactly. a bit angry, doesn't she? Mate, that stupid little light is on your bloody screen again. It's green this time, by the looks of it. Why has it changed yeah, colour? All... It was blue it's the other day. It's always green. No, it was blue the other nah. day. No, it was green. It was blue. You literally said the other day, it's like, oh, look, blue light's back again. I'm not going to argue with you, but it was but, it yeah. was green. But no, that's how that's my week. How's yours been? Uh, yeah, it was nice, mate. Yeah, family weekend uh, with the in-laws Saturday, and then with the outlaws Sunday. Uh, outlaws. We saw Wonka, which is Hang, good. Who's the outlaws? <laughs> they banished well, from the family. <laughs> my lot, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. What do you call them, isn't it? No, you just got a family. It's the opposite of in-law, isn't it? Outlaw. Sure, yeah. How was Wonka? Yeah, it was good, mate. It was good. I did enjoy it. If you're if you're going there expecting Timothy Chalamet to be uh, Johnny Depp, then that's not going to happen because he's not Johnny Depp. He's Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> mate. You've it different twice so far. Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Shalaman. <laughs> Shalaman. How was Tom Davis Shalaman. in it? Ah, yeah, he's good. Yeah? He is funny in it, mate. Yeah, yeah, I reckon he's probably the best character. He's one of those characters that isn't the main character, but is the funniest there. Do you know oh. what I mean? Is it a big part, or is it just a small yeah, part? Yeah, it's a big part, mate. Yeah, no, it's, oh, I would say it's a big part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, well, I'm hoping that Laura and I can watch it on Sunday night. Have a bit of a date night before... Uh... Christmas and stuff will be nice. Yeah. Whether that happens or not remains to be seen. Yeah. Well, we've got your engagement party on Friday, hence why we were talking about we the have. right attire to be wearing. Yeah, we have indeed. Yeah. The Waz wants to milk this for all she can and have as much attention on her as possible. So she's getting an engagement party. Yeah. And Ben is fully behind it. Not really. It's just stress, isn't it? it would be for you yeah trying to organise everything and then it organise Laura to be organised and then stop her from panicking and then flapping about on a day that she has nothing to wear even though she's planned this for like a month or two yeah but yeah it is what it is isn't it sounds like a plan sounds like a big plan um, what's been happening in the news this week William have you seen anything exciting um when did the first sacking happen? Uh, it happened about 45 minutes after we recorded our last episode. <laughs> uh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. So see you later, Paul Heckingbottom. Yeah, first managerial sacking of the season. Ciao, amigo. Ciao, ciao. I, I, I feel like last season there was a bit more than that. But, yeah, this season, uh, Heckingbottom, as you say, is the first one to go. And immediately replaced by Wilder. Yeah. Immediately. I, th- I thought that was a bit of a, a weird rogue choice. A 
weird rogue choice or just a ch rogue choice? A weird and rogue choice is what. I oh, a weird say. and rogue. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, just and I think it all happened so quickly. So clearly they had him lined up way before they sacked Heckenbottom. Yeah, I would say that the evidence is strong with that one. Yeah, yeah, very you much know? so. Very much so. Um, but he's had a bit of a positive effect already, which we'll come on to a little bit later. So maybe he's proven me wrong. But I don't think he is a Premier League manager. He's a crap uh, older Sean Dyche. Okay. So Sean Dyche, okay. obviously ready-made, Premier League manager, proven, tested. Chris Wilder just isn't. Just isn't for me. I would reluctantly, because it's, it's not often, famously, that we do this, but I will <laughs> agree with you. Yeah? Good. I'm glad. Yeah, I'd agree. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. yeah. No, I've agreed. No, I've done it. You can't. No, I've done it, mate. You can't. I've done it. It's done. I know it sounds like we're arguing with each other. It's actually all Will that's arguing with himself there. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> It was a it was a weird one. I, I think last season, and actually I'll come on to this point a little bit more later on. Just a little bit of a teaser there for you listeners to just to get you to the end of the episode this time. Uh, I think that last season there was lots of managerial changes, and the ones that didn't change their manager stayed up. Yeah. The ones that did didn't. Um. And I think this season might be the other way around. And I'll go, we'll go into that. We'll go into Ooh, that. that is controversial. Well, it's not really. That's a good point, though. Thank you. Because I'm sure yeah, you said last week you. as well about that. You said it's interesting that people that, that stayed with their managers had more of a fighting chance and stayed up. Are, are people doing it again You know, this year? Burnley, sticking with company. Sheffield United, obviously not. Luton, sticking so far with with uh, Rob Edwards. Yeah, well, thank you for uh, elaborating on my point. I really appreciated that. Okay. Um, Just backing you up, bro. Always got your back. As, as we know uh, on this podcast, we talk nothing but absolute sense and then never get anything wrong. A bit like the time when we said we're not sure where Fulham get their goals from. But, you know, who knows what's going to happen with that? Who knows? Uh, you said this. You okay. said this, and you said no, Jimenez just... can't score yeah, no, no, a goal. Jimenez has scored a goal. Wait, no, no, because we come into that later. But can I just have a point, right? Right? To literally two seconds ago, you said, I've always got your back, mate. I then finished my sentence, <laughs> and you went, no, 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 no. You said it. You said it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having my back all the time, mate, as you just said. Got you. Got you. <laughs> Yeah, it is what it is, all right? It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those situations. Sake. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, guys. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter so you don't miss a thing. How could you? Instagram is at Football Drop Podcast. Twitter is at Football Drop Pod. Thanks, Will, for that. Or just search us on Facebook, Football Drop Podcast. Anyway, <laughs> we have got two Premier League games to kind of go through. Well, hopefully, we've got more uh, than two games. You know, what I mean. two, two, two rounds, of two games, matches. Hopefully. No, hopefully more than two matches. Round games <laughs> to go through. We've got twenty games to go through. How about that? No, we haven't. We've got ten games to go through. How about that? Have we? Have we? I don't even know. How many games we've got to go through? Twenty, 20. games, mate. Twenty matches. Yeah. Twenty. Oh Thank God. you. Massive taking a massive hit again. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> My God. Right. So we had a yeah. It's the first oh, midweek dear. game. Was Wolves versus Burnley an absolute banger of a game? Solid, right. solid entertainment. Wolves won, Burnley nil. Well deserved. Bit of a bore. <laughs> okay. Uh, fair enough. Should we go on to the exciting one then? The exciting one. Go on. Luton three, Arsenal four. I'd love to have done that job. Mate, I've always wanted to do that job. On Sky Sports at the end of Soccer Saturday. Well, to be honest, I was thinking more of the time when it used to be on BBC One after like, like Grandstand or something. Oh, I yeah, yeah, I don't remember that. I was not old enough for that. No, of course. Nah, sorry. Um, Mate, what a banger this game was for a neutral. Yeah, everyone was up for it, weren't they? Like Luton and Arsenal, but all players, all teams, they were, yeah. they were up for it. They were raring to go. I thought the game was actually quick. I thought Luton were quick and Arsenal were quick. And it was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It was a great game. Yeah. Weirdly, we spoke about this in midweek. I thought Arsenal were really slow playing the game. It just took us ages to get the ball out from our feet. Uh, The actual pace of the game was quick, but I think Arsenal's play was slow. Luton were electric on the counter. Absolutely electric. And well deserved to to go ahead at one point. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, I can't really comment for what neutrals would would find that game. But my God, I hated it but loved it. Yeah, looking back on the game, well, after Declan Rice had his say, I felt like it was a great game. Yeah, absolutely. But I think it it, it kind of goes to show that we can fight to the end, which is great. But I still think yeah. we're lacking up front. I know we scored four goals, but I still think we're lacking up front massively. Yeah, and obviously the next game you know, speaks volumes of that as well and demonstrates that more. Um, but Luton, are, Luton are in. I think I can't remember if, if it was you that said it a few weeks ago, but Luton are in it every single week. They don't lose by big margins. 
They're always in it by goal. Seem to be. They do seem to be, yeah. Um, when we, like, I think we're going to move on, but just before we do, mm. I've got a bit of a, a bit of an announcement to make, actually. Oh, go on. So I think I've changed my mind uh, and I want VAR gone. I want it out of the game. Wow. Why is that, Will? Well, I think we're going to come on to it across the next game, the next rest, like the rest of the games. I think there was an incident in the Burnley game, the Wolves Burnley game that, that obviously we skipped, we've gone past, but I think there was an incident there, but we can move forward because there's going to be plenty more coming up. But I have made a decision that VAR needs to be gone until they, until they can fix it. Wow. So it's not really a rarity of us agreeing anymore because we seem to agree quite often now. Well, sometimes, but not often, but but more often than not, probably, yeah. but not that often. Very well put. But sometimes. Yeah. Very well put. Why, thank you, Benjamin. Why, thank you. So, uh, where do you want to start with the Wednesday games, Ben? Should we start with Brighton and Hove Albion 2, Brentford 1? Yes, let's go for that. Let's go for that. I, I can't even remember really. what I put for predictions now, but looking at it now... Uh, I think Brighton, yeah, they would win that. Abuemo's gone off injured as well, didn't he, in this game, I believe? Yeah, you believed correctly. So he didn't play. Big loss um, for Brentford. Yeah, both Brighton and Brentford, and we've got to chuck Newcastle in there, have really, 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 really struggled with injuries so far this season. I think Chelsea uh, and United have as well, to be honest. Yeah. Chelsea have been depleted in the midfield hugely at times. Well, and left back yeah. and right back, to be fair. Um, United had a bit of an injury crisis. They're not so bad now. But they do seem to have suffered severely with those. I don't think it compares to Brentford, Brighton and Newcastle, personally. But yeah, they've lost a couple of big players, yeah. Mm. Absolutely. But 2-1 win. Um, Brighton may be coming back into their winning way now. Uh, well, let's hold that thought. Had a bad run of form. Good 2-1 win at home. Three points in okay. the bag. Onwards, next game. Crystal Palace, nil. AFC Bournemouth, two. I was surprised at this. Palace are just uh, in a really bad way at the moment, aren't they? Palace are. They got booed. Hodgson said some things that he shouldn't have said. Apologised afterwards. Said they've been spoiled. Uh <laughs> You know, I think it's a bit like when Conte went on a bit of a rant about Spurs. You're a bit like, well, yeah, right. you got a point there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you uh, point, yeah. No one can argue. But yeah, <laughs> mate, Iraola has got Bournemouth playing some football, mate. I tell you. Yeah, it's this. It's this high line that they're playing constantly. It's a massively high. When they're pressing, when they're defending, they don't. I mean, what happened to your voice? Off. I don't know. Did you just burp? Not that I know of. Oh, okay. Maybe it was just my connection again. Don't you? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, the way the Bournemouth plays such a high line now that if you do a long ball over the top and you've got a quick striker, you'll score against them. But if you don't, you can't do that. And you can't do that ball. Bournemouth are all over you from start to finish, and they've, they seem to have the fitness now to be able to do that fully for ninety minutes as well. Yeah. Well, you know, they've got Man United. Uh, well, they have Man United at the weekend. We don't know what the score would be, so maybe Man United would figure that out. Yeah, you'd imagine so, especially if it was at home, Old Trafford. Bournemouth never won there. 
Um, but yeah. no, massive three points for Bournemouth there against Palace as well. Climbing their, their way up the table. And as you said, playing some really good football now. They're quite entertaining to watch. And there's probably going to be a few upsets throughout the season, I'd imagine. Yeah. Well, maybe in their next game. Who knows? Who knows? Um, so, you know, back to Fulham. I think we'd said as a team, as a, as a podcast, that no, we just no. don't know where no. they get their no. goals from. No. Um, but they won 5 0 against <laughs> five Nottingham nil against, Forest. Yeah, man. But Forest, I mean, we know Forest are pretty dire away from home. But since you've called Fulham out, you called Fulham out for not scoring many goals. Fulham have literally every player's gone, do you know what, FDP? Hold my beer. Watch this. Watch yeah, this. I, I tell you something, though. For, for Fulham. So Jimenez, Iwobi, Kearney, Wilson, Pereira, Willian, quality. Wilson, mate. Uh, sorry, not Wilson. Wilson is good, but I was thinking Kearney. Kearney, <laughs> he is so good, mate. He is he, he is unbelievably good in that Fulham team. Yeah. Uh, like there, yeah. It's, there's just something about him um, that's going to come good. There's, there's, I mean, Pereira is still linked with Bayern Munich. Uh, Do you mean Polina? Uh, Polina, sorry, yes. Polina is linked with Bayern Munich still in January. Could upset the team, couldn't it? Massively, because I think he brings them so much balance across that pitch without yeah. any heat integral. It's like if we lost yeah. twice. It'd be yeah, it, a whole different thing. Exactly, so. yeah. But Forrest, the um, supporters were shouting out Cooper's name at the end there. Yeah, in support, may I add, not through having a go at him which is nice yeah. to see especially the away supporters who generally are the diehards as well and they, they've got his back much like I have with you got his yeah. back yeah sure Sheffield United uh, lost at home to Liverpool 2-0 the wilder effect the wilder effect first game in charge after what it been like a day he'd had a day and a half maybe with the with the team yeah, you'd think he'd have, um, have a good effect on him, wouldn't you? Plenty of time. They played, they played better, um, but Liverpool just, you know, got the job done. I thought Fodderingham had a good game actually. Uh, Nunes can't seem to can't seem to find the net. Spozlai scored a good goal. Yeah, I, Nunes he makes all these runs, and I think he he will eventually score goals. But how long do Liverpool give him? In his second season now, and he's still not banging him in, is he? Yeah, not that um, like I wanted him to, anyway. No, just you know, this happens in the season. There's a bit of a dry spell, but I'm sure he'll come good. I'm sure he will come good. Aston Villa, mate, one. What a shock! Manchester City, mate, nil, mate. Yeah, mate, right, mate. You're right, mate. Well done, mate. Villa were all over City all game, all over yeah. them. So it was City, unbelievable, Jeff. Yeah, mate. City have never registered fewer shots in a game in all of Pep's history. Um, I don't think Villa have ever had that many shots in a twenty-two game. shots, well, seven on target to City's two shots, two of which were on target. I think Haaland got injured in that game, didn't he? Uh, he did. Yes, he did. Uh, which means he's potentially ruled out 
for a number of games. So for fantasy football, could be a bit of a change on the cards. Anyone that's still doing it, uh, still following it. Obviously, I know Will, Will and I both are because we've got the trophy and stuff for it this year. So we are buzzing with that. Um, but yeah, that's that's a blow for City. They're just not on form. They're not on form at the moment. But you still think, yeah, but after Christmas, they'll win 19 games back to back. Yeah, As we know they can. They do it so bloody often. Yeah, you can definitely see it happening, mate. You can definitely see it happening. But fair play to Villa. Emery is cooking up something decent there. Yeah, they certainly are. Special dishes. Last game was Manchester United 2, Chelsea 1, the McTominay show. Mate, he's Um, world-class in that team. And he's not a world-class player. Yeah, he's he's unbelievable. He could he could have had four. He could have had four. Uh, there was just so much going for him, but yeah, um, fantastic. Um, <laughs> Is that what we're say I feel like <laughs> I feel like there was a bit of a <laughs> there was a there was a weird one, wasn't there? Where there was a lot of, a few managers came out and had to go at like the press. So I think Man United had stopped some of the press from yeah, someone from Sky Sports. Up. Yeah, yeah, because they criticised them. So Ten yeah. Hag and well, Ten Hag slash Manu said no, no on it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you're being offensive, but come on. I think as well that Anthony uh, one with Enzo Fernandez. Yeah. Uh, VAR picked that up. What did you think? It was quite unlucky. Yeah, I think it was quite unlucky. Um, but what I do find funny about Anthony is he started beef with Paul Scholes because Scholes was criticising him. As he... All these X-Man United players, they don't play the game anymore. It's a different type of game, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Scholes is like, we'll play better then. <laughs> Just simply play better. Fair enough. Um, injury hit Newcastle. Lost away at Everton 3-0, mate. Mate, Newcastle away from home are awful this season. Yeah? I know they've had their injury concerns, but they're awful away from home. Massive injury concerns, mate. Yeah, they are um they're right up against it, aren't they? They are at the moment they're struggling. They're, they're definitely struggling. They're, I know it's the game the game of the week. They just look so tired at the weekend. So tired. Yeah. But a big credit to Everton, who despite the ten point deduction, you'd never know they had a ten point deduction now. They, they they're definitely they're definitely 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 on bounce back. Yeah, this game took them above Luton in the league, out of the bottom three for the first time since that point deduction was given to them. Credit to a proven Premier League manager, I think. Don't you? Yeah, lovely play. McNeil is definitely definitely uh, doing very very well in the Everton shirt at the moment. Sort of, you need you need that you have that one player that tends to come up when you're in a bit of trouble. He seems to be the one to do that along with the core as well. I think special shout out for him. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Tottenham, um, yeah, go on. Tottenham one, West Ham two. Yeah, man. What well a West Ham. Uh, Bowen and Ward Prowse and a Romero goal for Tottenham. Yeah, Romero. Fantastic. West Ham. Just remember what game we're at. I've been on fire so far this season. They have so far. Yeah, they're proving everyone wrong. They've been, yeah, they've been in good form. 
They're doing well, especially losing you know, their captain, their star player. They've replaced him well. We've said this for weeks and weeks now, but they've replaced him well. And I think, I think their form might continue. What do you reckon? <laughs> um, yeah, sure. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Sure, 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 sure. Sure, right. sure, 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 sure. And then we're on to the weekend games. Are we? We are indeed. Where sure would you like not. to start? Would you like to start Should with the start? early kickoff? Should we start with the early kickoff? Yes, Crystal Palace versus Liverpool. Okay, Jordan Ayew should not have been sent off. He should not have been sent off. Weirdly, we agree. How strange. Yeah, hundred percent. He should not have been sent off. That was a harsh double yellow. Yep, led to the goal. Yep. Salah's two hundredth. Might I add? Well done, Salah. If you're listening, congratulations, mate. Yep. Thank you for my FPL points as well, Salah. Well done. Yeah, my Salah. Uh, Klopp had a bit of a moan about the. Uh, he was asked a question, wasn't he? About was it about the weather or something ridiculous? And he had a moan. No, so it was, that was it at the end of the midweek game. The reporter yeah, had a bit of that? a joke. He said, "Oh, you're looking forward to your favourite kickoff time on Saturday." And he's like, "Why do you ask that question? Don't try to be funny. It's a stupid question." Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's I'm it. Like, yeah. All right, mate. It's a bit of a like. Don't get me wrong. It's a bit disrespectful from the reporter who doesn't generally go to many of the games. Sort of a, a part-time presenter, but at the same time, like grow up, mate. Like they're just asking yeah. a question, a bit of a light-hearted joke. Which ninety-nine times out of a hundred, Klopp will be laughing his head off at that because he's generally pretty good with the with the press. Pretty good with the press. Yeah, pretty Gently. good with the press. But yeah, he just, just seemed to have touched a nerve. So yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. Not sure what's going on. Maybe he's just upset. Maybe he's a bit tired. Maybe he just needed a poo. Who knows? I was like, oh, I don't need this right yeah. now. Maybe, yeah, I've been there. But yeah, very sensitive. But again, another win for Liverpool. Another win took them to top of the Premier League table. It did. It did uh, indeed. That win, Mateta, penalty, definitely a penalty, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think so. However, we will come on to, or reference back to that when it comes to the late night Saturday game. Because I want a comparison yeah. here and get your opinion. Because again, yeah. VAR, and I think VAR got it right. The Mateta penalty. With the Mateta one, yes. Yeah. Okay, he's, he's oh, there we go. He's kicked through. I know where you are going with this. Um, so, Brighton won, Burnley won. Um, again, Brighton just, just haven't got it. Haven't got an 11 really to, to put together. Uh, I don't think anyway it is the quality is what they've what they've used to uh, have too many games lots of travel as you mentioned earlier yeah. lots of injuries at the moment for them so they are struggling they are struggling to find form but I don't think I don't know whether they're just prioritising European leagues at the moment because they seem to be putting out a fairly strong squad for those and now they're qualified so, well they haven't they've, they're injured aren't they yeah, well, yeah, they've had lots of injuries. I get that, but they're still fielded, fielded quite a strong squad for Europa League and stuff games. So maybe Prem is now the focus, and they can get some players back. Maybe a little couple of additions in January to help see them through will be helpful. We might see a different Brighton in twenty twenty four. Yeah, Rose is quality, mate. Proper servant for him. He is 
but a good solid point for Burnley that as well. Yeah, cracker lacking. Yeah, I think that um, makes a big difference. Manchester United nil, AFC Bournemouth three. I loved that. What? How good were Bournemouth? By the way, I forgot to mention it. Ten Hag was given manager of the month. Yes, right. I put this on my stories. What the hell is going on with football? Uh, Harry Ten... Maguire was given player of the month. I know. And then Garnacho was given, uh, what they called it? It's, it's young, young, young player of the month, basically. Isn't it? I can't no, he was given goal of the month. Goal of the month? Yeah, which oh, to be fair. Given young player of the month? No, it was goal of the month. Which, to be fair, was a banger. It was, yeah. I mean, that, yeah. I thought it was young player, but yeah, fine. No, How has Maguire and Ten Hag won that with the football that they're playing? Well, this is what I kind of wanted to talk about with United because it's weird. They're still up there, like albeit they've dropped off a fair few points from the top, but they're still up there in contention for top four, top six places. But they're getting hammered at home by Bournemouth. Top three, top five. By who else would beat them? Was a hammering? It's a couple at Newcastle hammered them, I think, at their place. I think someone I can't remember, but they've had two or three like really damning results already this season, and they've won slagging Man United off. But they still they were in the informed team last month. They were getting more and more points and getting wins constantly. So they're doing something right at the moment at times. Then other times they're just absolutely dire. I kind of compare them to what Chelsea are like at the moment. Chelsea can score mm. a load of goals, but they can also concede a load of goals and not do anything in a game. Like it's it's just mental to see such a flip from a team from game to game. But as yeah, you I said, can... mention Bournemouth again. Incredible performance. Incredible performance. But yeah, what do you think of United then? You seem to be sort of smirking <laughs> away. <laughs> well, I felt like there was a couple of places where I could have come in and we could have had a conversation about it, but you was Fully on a rant. Yeah, sorry. <clears throat> and then you finished and went, right, talk about Bournemouth. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Your two cents is always welcome, my friend. Always welcome. Uh, I agree. I still don't really know what Man United's style is. I still don't think Ten Hag is... I, I still don't understand what he's going for. I think as a club, Man United are in real trouble with what's going on outside it and the ownership and... The, the director of football that um, that they might have might not have and chairman that they might have might not have. it's all it's all just a bit up in the air for him on the outside mm. and then on the inside with Anthony Greenwood uh, Sancho then there's talk of Marshall and Rashford being like the leaders in the changing room and if they don't like what Ten Hag's doing then Martial. the rest yeah, apparently it's Marshall and Rashford are the two people that's like in charge in the changing rooms. And and if you go against them, then then pretty much your job your job is up for the chop. Um interesting. Which kind of makes you understand why Ten Hag's been playing Marshall recently, but he just he's just not perform he's just not performing and, and neither really is Rashford. He's so hit and miss. Who, so who knows what Rashford, Rashford you're gonna get? So he's dropped them. And then they still they're still losing three 0 at home to Bournemouth, where you would have expected them to have got the three points. So, mm. um, 
uh, yeah, but funny one for me. I, I don't I don't get it. Bournemouth though, as you say, they played so well. They just they're just on fire, and I for one was was thinking that maybe Iraola was going to be the first one for the chop, but you know, apparently not. No, I mean with Man United, they're, they're so bad at the moment. They've had more losses at home in the last ten years since Fergie left than they did throughout all the Fergie tenure. Can, yeah, That's it's un- unbelievable stat that. Uh, anyway, moving on. Sheffield United beat Brentford for the Wilder effect to really take place. Yeah. Uh, a McAtee goal, which I thought was a quite a good little strike. That one actually, <laughs> yeah, I thought the same. Thought the same. Great goal. Um, um, massive, massive three points for Sheffield United. Gives them that little bit of confidence and that little bit of hope of, yeah, maybe we could scrap around for a few points here. Yeah, well, like I said to you, you know, the the, the injuries that Brentford have, um, especially at the top there. I mean, they're relying on Neil Mope. Yeah, that's always a concern, isn't it? Always a concern. Uh Vissa missed a few. Tony's back in four weeks. Yeah, he is. Yeah, sorry. I, when you said Tony, I was thinking Tony who? But yes, yeah, Ivan Tony. I yeah. think that's what he was referring to. Uh, Wolves drew with Nottingham Forest, mate. One-one. Yeah, that was a, a bit of a weird result that for me. I thought Wolves would do that. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. He tweaked. Made made a couple of changes, didn't he? Uh, Cooper. Managed to grind that a one all draw. Um, I, st- I still think uh, that O'Neill is doing a cracking job at uh, Wolves. I think he's really he's smashing it, mate. I think he's done well at Bournemouth. I think he's doing well at Wolves. I'd almost argue he's a proper Premier League manager. Oh, almost argue. Well, I'm glad you wouldn't fully argue. So that's always a, b- a bonus. Thank you. But uh, yeah, another solid point for for Forrest as well. To be fair, um, and then we got onto the the late night or late night later kickoff on Saturday. Aston yep. Villa high flying against Arsenal. Arguably high flying because they were. Yeah, we were. Yeah. Now, Go on, mate. I, take it away. Well, I I didn't see the games. So I've only watched our match today because I was out shopping. Oh, well done. Argument free. May I add? Argument well done. Free. Um, I saw Villa scored early doors, which, to be fair, was a really good finish from John McGinn. Really good play from Villa as well. Cut us out. I think Zinchenko should have done better. Caught way out of position. Didn't trap that quick enough at all. So left us a little bit overloaded at the back, which is a massive shame. But the actual performance, I think we did quite well at overall. But I think it played into Villa's hands at the same time. They played the offside trap, which they're doing so well and so often. I think we had four offsides in that game because of their like their positioning and movements incredible at the back. Um, but we're just not we're lacking that real threat up top. Jesus drops too deep or moves about a bit too much. Sometimes you just need that big bastard up top or someone that's got that physical presence. Like we used to be able to do that with Giroud. Now Giroud was never prolific, but he played everyone in so much more, and then we got more goals out of them. But since we've we've got no one really as a proper striker other than Ketia who can't realistically hold the ball up that well he hasn't got that physical presence so much but we just need, we need that or we just need an out and out lethal finisher because we had so many opportunities Erdegaard had a good couple I mean don't get me wrong Martinez made some good saves as well 
but we just had so many wasted chances. Yeah. What did you think about the handball then? Uh, well, there's two incidents I want to talk about, actually. So the handball, I kind of see as a 50-50. Some replays looks like it hit Matty Cash's hand first, which surely that's a handball. But apparently it's not because it hits... Uh, I can't remember. Is it J2? it hits after or something? I can't remember who it was. It hits our player after, and that's a handball. Don't really get it, but it happens very quickly in different angles. doesn't necessarily show Matty Cash's handball there. So I don't really get it, if I'm totally honest. But... I'm not really that fussed about it. What about you? Um, I, th- I think as I, I've got beef with the handball rule, it, it doesn't make any sense. There was another game uh, where there was a handball because it, it you know, it tapped. I can't remember. What it, was it the Liverpool game where it tapped a hand mm. and it's given, and it seems to be if it touches if it touches a defender's hand. It's a definite penalty, and if it touches the striker's hand, it's definitely. But it, but it's just about. It's just. It just doesn't. It doesn't make any sense because there's there's going to be times it's going to hit a hand and it's going to be an accident. Yeah. Yeah. I it just. It. I hate the handball rule. It, I, I really hate it. Yeah. Um, They've tweaked it too much now, haven't they? Yeah. I wish I could make it as clear as your offside rule from last week. But honestly, it'd be amazing know. if we could do that. Yeah, Football be good, would be yeah. sold if we made the rules. Exactly. Um, I'm assuming you're going to come on to the penalty talking point now. Yeah, go on. You go first. I want to see what your what your uh, thoughts are. I think if you are looking at that in in a, in a way that you should look at it, but not in the way that the that referees look at it or VAR looks at it, I don't think it was a penalty. He's he's tapped his leg. Um, it was an in-game incident. I don't think it's a penalty. If you look at the way other games have gone, other results have gone, other decisions have gone, and the way that the consistency is within the Premier League or, or the way that the consistency should be in the Premier League, it's it's a penalty because he's tapped his leg, he's stopped it, he's not got the ball, therefore it's a penalty. Yeah. And I think your comparison will be to the one in the Liverpool game. Mm-hmm. Was it Liverpool? Yeah. Where VAR have now come out and said there was more force or it was stronger in the Mateta one. That's why the Mateta one was given and the Arsenal one wasn't. And this and and I think there was a, there's been lots of other VAR controversies within the games that we've gone through, but not really touched upon them. It's all just bullshit. They're just bullshitting <laughs> us now. They don't know what they're doing. They can't make it. This rule is for this. Because it's it's an in game it's, it's an in game experience. You still got people on the end of it, but it's just the consistency is not there. It needs to be really clear, nailed down. Yeah. Nothing to do with force because that's bullshit. Because How do you they measure argue, the force? How the exactly. fuck are they measuring this shit? Exactly. So, I th- I think for me, the AR just has to go. Not based on that one decision. But I've been because I've been sticking up for them, and there's been no improvement. Because I've been saying to you that that VAR should be here. VAR should be something that we can rely on, enjoy, yada 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 yada. We're not. It's shit. Get rid of it. Good. No, I agree. I think if if the Palace one is given, that should be given. There's no consistency. But I agree. I didn't think it was necessarily a penalty straight away. Uh, looking at the replays more and more, I'm like, it's a pen. He's, he's come through, he's followed through, 
He hasn't made contact with the ball. He's kicked his his foot into the ball. So it's a pen. It's in it's in the, the penalty area. It's in the box. It's a penalty all day long. So for me, I think we were potentially robbed of a point. Potentially, because we might not necessarily score the goal, etc., etc. Um, it may have changed the way things things played out and Villa might have played more attacking and then we might hit him on the counter. I don't know. There's so many variables on that. But yeah, VAR, I think, have fucked up again because there's no consistency. It's just ridiculous. Just Oh, it's just so, so infuriating. Sunday, Everton 2, Chelsea. Mate, again. Chelsea, what are they doing? They were... <laughs> they were poor, weren't they? Um, they, they up front, they, they can't they can't score. What really made me laugh in that game was when the seven minutes of added time went up and you had old fucking die screaming, what? Where's you got that figure from? What? And then Everton score and all of a sudden everything's forgiven and they're 2-0 up and you're like, yeah, yeah no, it's like, oh, okay, fine. yeah. Well, yeah, we needed yeah, that well, seven well, minutes. Yeah, yeah cheers. Um, did you see the Cole Palmer yellow card though the simulation the cut oh go on tell me about it mate so I think I want to hear about it sort of swiped at him but pulled out the last second Cole Palmer went down I think he was preempting it but it wasn't in the box he didn't look round at the ref or anything like that he sort of it's almost like he's jumped to make sure he doesn't get cleared out you could argue you could also argue he simulated I kind of get it but he hasn't looked at the ref. He hasn't looked at the linesman. He's literally leapt straight back up in one motion to get the ball. Michael Oliver has blown his whistle within half a second to give him a card straight away. I don't get that. I think it's harsh. And I don't yeah, like sticking up for Chelsea too much, but I think that's a really harsh yellow card. It's not a simulation. He's not got anything out of it. He's not tried to get anything out of it. I can understand yeah. if it's in the middle of the penalty box and he's like screaming on all fours shouting and waving his arms about or whatever but he's literally he's gone down leapt straight back up and continued his run almost mm. yeah seems like it it's just ridiculous um, really but again that's, that comes down to the consistency of the Premier League doesn't it and the VAR and all of this sort of stuff which as we have worked out is very inconsistent we have indeed we have indeed um, Fulham West Ham as we were saying, West Ham, rich reign of form at the moment. And we don't know where Fulham are going to get goals from. You don't know where Fulham are going to get goals from at all, do you, Will? Jimenez, so, do you reckon he, he can't score a goal, can he? He's got four in four games now, hasn't he? Something like that. Fulham have scored, what, 10 goals? 10 goals now in two games. I think it's 14 goals in four games or something stupid. Mental, yeah. Because then they couldn't score a goal, as you as you rightly said. Now look at them; they've definitely been listening to the pod. They, have. <laughs> Marco's like lads. Listen to FDP on your way home. They've been slagging you off, especially you, Jimenez. Listen, score next week. Come on. Sorry, it's like distracting yeah. me there, bruv. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know if you can hear. Can you hear? I, well, I can hear you. I can't hear anything else. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> my my washing machine is is going on full spin. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even I did I didn't even know it was on. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I've got to fulfil my 
feet vibrating. I just love the audio on the mic. Brilliant. I uh, I just love how uh, how organised you are, mate. At this, it's brilliant. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. me not putting the washing machine on and not knowing that it was on. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, Wilson scored a banging goal. Um, I feel like West Ham just weren't there defensively. Moyes needs to really, really work on that. Um, Does he, or is this just a freak game? No, I think he really needs to work on that because I think West Ham have always been a bit shaky at the back. They've done very well, but their goal difference is minus four, Ben. So before this game, they only had a goal difference of one. And they're sat in ninth position. So, you know... I feel like they could uh, they could just tighten up a little bit at the back. I don't know what they do about their striker as well because Bowen doesn't really want to play up top there. He's he could, he looks like he could be a natural number nine, but he prefers to play out wide a little bit, doesn't he? So yeah, I don't really know what West Ham do with that striker. Uh, so yeah, Luton one, Manchester City two, mate. Next game, cool. Okay. Yeah, Man City uh, left it quite late, didn't they? Second half goals had to get there. Luton, they're just, they're so solid. They make it so difficult. And we said at the start of the season, Kenilworth Road will be a very difficult place to go. Um, so actually, just going back quickly. So I watched um, the Arsenal-Luton game on Amazon, but I watched it without the commentary. Okay. Mate, it's so loud at Kenilworth Road. It's really hostile. Because I wanted to listen just to see what it's like. Oh, fuck, sod it, I'll, I'll have, a, have a go. And mate, it is so loud there. You barely notice no commentary because it's just everyone is abusing every Arsenal player. Like from start to finish. So yeah, I think it's it definitely has an effect. And I think that's probably affected Man City in the first half for sure. But City scraped yeah. a result, didn't they? Yeah, good. Good result. City was City, weren't they? Uh, Bernardo Silva scored a cracking little goal. You thought, oh, is it going to be a free kick? Oh, is it going to be a penalty? Oh, no. Man City are just going to score. Yeah. Uh, exactly. And then Grealish got another one. Yeah, good goal, good game. Um, tough place to go. Like you said, Luton are looking very good. Um, do we... Let's let's go through the last couple of games and we'll come on to the Premier League. Actually, we've got one more game left. So Tottenham one, Tottenham four, Newcastle United one. Yeah, huge uh, huge win for Tottenham that one. Huge win for Tottenham. They played very well. Um, probably back to their form that they were on at the start of the season. Richarlison had a good game. Um, yeah, got a brace, got a brace. Um, yeah, and then Joel Linton with the 91st minute consolation goal. Yeah, um, good goal that to be I, fair as well, wasn't it? It was a good hit. Yeah. Did you think it was a pen? Mm, I don't know. I kept changing my mind on this. Oh, I thought it was clear. No, I kept changing my mind, but I think it's because I'm very biased. Okay. Yeah, I, I think, think Dubravka the... had a poor game, came out with his feet, nowhere near the ball, knocked Son off. Poor touch from Son. Um, Trippier had well, a poor game. I thought Trippier did well. I thought defensively they were poor, but I thought Trippier was good. I think he just he was just outnumbered on a couple of occasions and it, it just made him his performance look 
look mm. worse. I thought one of the Richardson goals, he, he completely fucked his control up. Like, he wanted to get it on the toe, bring it down, yeah. and he fucked it, but still got a goal. Oh, it's... And you know what? it was his first uh, first goal for Tottenham with his feet. Yeah, <laughs> the yes. rest has all been headers. And then the one, and then the one header that was open that he should have scored. He missed. <laughs> he could have had a hattie, mate. Yeah. He could have had a hattie. And the beef with him and uh, Antonio. I'm um, not with Antonio. With Callum Wilson, sorry, uh, on the podcast slated Richarlison last season. The Tottenham Hotspur Twitter account and stuff getting involved. He's like, yeah, and. You know that Michael Jordan meme of, and I took that personally. They've put Richarlison's face on him because he scored two goals against them. I'm like, mate, come on. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, have a look, mate. Have a look. It's fu- it is funny, but it's a bit cringy at the same time. Just before we move on, I just want to go back to the Everton game, actually. I don't know if you saw, but Matt, but the Chelsea fans were shouting, were singing their Feet the Scousers song. Um, and every time they did... Everton put up on their big score, uh, their big screen, um, the local charity for food banks. I thought that was absolutely oh, wow. fucking brilliant. What a way to fight that! That's oh, great. fair play yeah. to Everton. whoever's decided that. Well done, banging idea. Well done, Everton. Yeah. Okay, should we move on? Hey guys. Here at the Football Drop Podcast, we'd love to hear all your comments, feedback and funny stories. If you'd like us to share them on the pod, please email us at footballdroppodcast at hotmail.com. Thank you. Uh, yeah, to the so should we do the non-Euro Euro roundup that's not in Euro? It's in outside of Europe. It's the world roundup. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so where should we start? Mm, Brazil. Is that finished? That. That's finished now. It's isn't finished. It? Finished. That, yeah, games. And I haven't checked it out either. So this is this is news for me as well as you listeners out there. Yeah. So we started on this because Ooh. we thought that it was very very tight. I think there was like three points, four points within the first seven teams, uh, mm. six teams. Uh, so I will come on to some real shock news for you, Ben. So down the bottom, rock bottom, America Mineiro, uh, Coritiba, Goyas, and they have four go down mm. in the Brazilian Serie A. The fourth team to go down for the first time in their history was Santos. Yeah. So where the late, great Pele and Neymar played back in their days, yep. in their younger days. So got a, a good history of players, for sure. Mate, that's huge, got a, isn't it? That's huge. They got, they got a great history in the league. You know, they've won it many, many times. They're mm. one of the most decorated teams in Brazil. And they're, they're, they're down. That's like Man United being relegated. Oh, that'd be lovely, though, wouldn't it? We've seen it before. Uh, I think it was Dennis Law relegated Man United, wasn't it, back in the day? Um, I don't know, that's some knowledge if it's right, though. Dennis Law for Manchester City, yeah. And Man United legend went to Manchester City and, releg- and got the goal that relegated them. Wow. Cracking. Can't make that shit up, mate. 
Uh, okay. So, should we go from fourth place? Go on. Flamengo. Oh. Third place, Atletico Mineiro. Second place, with a really nice kit, Gremio. Lovely. Uh, top of the table, winners of the Brazilian League, Palmeiras. Oh, okay. Nice. Congratulations to Palmeiras. Congratulations to Palmeiras. That came off the back of Atletico Mineiro. Lost 4-1 to Bahia. Uh, Palmeiras drew with Cruzeiro. Uh, Flamenco, uh, sorry, Gremio were 3-2 winners at Fluminense. Um, so, wow. Yeah. Christ, what a finish though that is. Going down to the last game. What a finish, mate. What a finish. We do love that here at the FDP. So, I bet you are more than keen to know what's going on in the Saudi Pro League. I am, mate. I can't wait. I can barely contain my excitement for this. Damat beat Al-Itihad 3-1. Quietly controversial Whoa. result that. Al Nasir beat Al Riyadh 4 1 on Friday. Al Halal won away Al Tai 2 1. Um, and Al Halij beat Abha 3 1. So you probably want to know where the league stands. Al Halal the top with Al Nasir. In second place, Al Halal yet to lose a game. Drawn two, one fourteen. Guess how many games they played? Sixteen. Well done, mate. Well done. Thanks, mate. Um, Did you use a calculator for it to make sure? I had to. Yeah. yeah I thought so. Al Hazim at the bottom with Abha and Al Akdud uh, and Al Raid all on thirteen points. Uh, if you're interested to know where our Itifak is, they're in eighth place. Our Itihad are in fifth place. Our Ali are in third place. Women's, uh, <laughs> I just said that quite aggressively, you but did, yeah. I don't Women's really Super know League, why. Yeah. <laughs> Women's Super League. Massive result yesterday. Massive result yesterday. But let's start on Saturday where Manchester City beat. Aston Villa 2-1. Arsenal women beat Chelsea women 4-1. Yeah, man. And as a new WSL attendance record, 59,000 attended. At the it's, it's, inc- it's incredible. That game is that game was a huge game. And and for Arsenal to come out 4-1 winners was incredible. Uh Beth Mead scored uh, followed by an equaliser from Chelsea for uh, Canard, I think is how you spell it, uh, say it. And then Ilstet and Rousseau scored for Arsenal, penalty in the 74th minute for Rousseau. What a game. Yeah, man. Great. Uh, Brighton and Hove Albion, two. Leicester City, two. Liverpool, one. Bristol, one. West Ham, nil. Everton, one. Tottenham Hotspur, nil. Manchester United, four. Wow. Oh, I missed that result. 
Yeah, incredible. Mallard got two, Toon got one, and Lads uh, with the fourth. So, Chelsea are top on 22 points. Arsenal are second on 22 points. City are in uh, third, and Man United are in fourth. Rock bottom, Bristol City have moved from, and they are now uh, up to 11th with West Ham bottom on four points. Excellent. Lovely little roundup. Thanks, mate. You too. Lovely little finish. We've only got one game weekend. Well, one game round, I should say, uh, for this weekend. So next week, we'll give you the European roundup. We'll love yep. that. And that's your yeah, favourite part good of the stuff. Pod. Good stuff happening there. Great game yesterday that I've managed to catch. Um, I will just say, on the Premier League, four points, I think it is, separates Luton from Everton now. Wow. That's how big the gulf is between the championship um, motees to the Premier League. That is such a gulf. Everton have had 10-point deduction, as we are well aware. Huge. And they're, they're four points ahead of Luton. This is what I mean. I don't know whether managerial changes are going to impact on that at all. But Bournemouth seem to be pulling away now. Forest have hit a bit of a sticky patch, but I think they're the next. They're, they're just above uh, Everton. So there's so much, mate. There is so much... Uh, that can happen between now and the end of the season. But I, I do worry for championship clubs. Leicester are smashing it. Leicester are a Premier League team, really. And they're yeah, smashing absolutely. it down. I know they down lost the a few, championship. They, to be fair. They lost a few players in the summer, but they, they're going to run away with that league. But Ipswich yeah. are a dark horse in the championship. Yeah, they certainly are. It would be nice to see Ipswich in the Premier League again. But I, I just, I think, if that golf is big... And it's going to only going to get bigger. Um, it's just going to be interesting to see Ipswich. Are, Ipswich are quite a, a, a rich club, um, so money does money does make a difference. But yeah, it, it would be interesting, mate. It would be interesting to see what happens. But I just can't yeah. see anything but the three that came up to go straight back down again. No, I do think I agree. I think Luton may be able to get some some extra points compared to the others, but I don't know who else would get dragged into it. That's my my worry. Maybe yeah. the forest, maybe a Brentford if they keep struggling with injuries. Maybe, yeah. Well, great. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Will, as always. Nice Have a lovely you. week. See you Friday. Yes, see you Friday. Take care, mate. Goodbye. Bye bye. Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please give us five star on your podcast provider, whatever one that may be, and help us hashtag drop the pod. Even on a budget, Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 